there has to be a connect between you and him. Because the same spirit that tells you to do evil has to compete with the spirit that tells you to do right. Stop blaming society. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming everybody else. You are responsible for your own fate. You are responsible as to who you identify with. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more concepts for living from God's Word. As we will be sharing in this particular telecast, I'll be speaking around the theme, We Shall Overcome. Now you should know that this year our church national theme is Victory Shall Be Mine this time. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed as we will hear this message, We Shall Overcome. Look at someone and say to that person, We, we shall, shall overcome. God's going to do something marvelous to somebody in this place today. It has been said that the history of the world can be written around its wars. The history of the world can be written around its wars, its battles. The late celebrated historian, in fact, there were two of them that worked together, and those historians were named Will and Adriel Durant. The Durant style of writing history was to write it around the wars, the number of wars that the world had experienced up to their time. They wrote history around wars. I'm going to say that the same can be said of the Christian church. The set can be said of Christendom. And that is that we can have our history written around our wars, our battles, our struggles, our conflicts. Those conflicts sometimes were in the realm of the spiritual. Other times, they were literal, where there were persons that were literally attacked and they were burned with oil and they were cast in fire. They were sent to the lions. That's literal. And then not only that, there were those that can identify with me this morning, I'm pretty sure, that we have had many ecclesiastical battles, religious battles, not just over doctrine, but religious battles that cause religion to fight religion. 
And not only that, but if you continue to just reflect in your mind, you will notice that we also have astrological battles. Battles that have to do with the last days. Battles that have to do with final things. And you and I are in the midst of those days right now. And one day there will be the supreme battle. It'll be the battle at Armageddon. When all the wrongs will be made right. When all of those things that were hidden in the dark shall be brought to the light. When those, my friend, who thought they were in control would discover that God was in control all the while. Then we read in the Revelation as John is caught up in the ecstasy of the Spirit. And he is seeing panoramic visions that are out of this world. Note the setting in heaven. He sees, he catches a vision of what's going on in the heavenly realms. And as he's observing it, he is realizing it's because the wrath of God is about to be released. And when he looks, he also sees another scene. And the scene is, in verse 2, I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, kind of psychedelic colors. Uh, he didn't say it was a sea. He said as a sea. So we're seeing typology here and symbolism. And so while he is looking, he sees as though a sea of glass or a lake of glass. And then he sees some folks standing on it, but the glass is reflecting fire that's coming through the glass. Lord, help me, Jesus. So in my, you know, my sanctified imagination, I'm looking, I'm seeing the sea that's lit up with fire. And the people of God standing in the midst of it and are not burned. As they stand on the sea of glass, he describes what he sees them doing. In fact, if you read the passage, you will notice that he decrees and he declares that they are those who had gotten the victory. Oh, God, help me to preach this today. And so notice now, and I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast. And over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass. Not lying, but standing. The thing that struck me when I read that was that there are people that saw you in the battle, and the next time they, 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 they catch a view of you, you're not standing. 
They're lying. They're laid out. But notice, they are not. They are standing. Come on, somebody. The devil already predicted that you would be lying. <laughs> but somebody ought to let him know, I'm not lying. I'm still. I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this panoramic vision, this apocalyptic scene that John is having is that of the saints that had gotten the victory. And we will note that they overcame the beast. And then they celebrated in singing the song of victory. And lastly, they testified of the greatness and glory of our God. And you and I have to appreciate that we are called to overcome, not to succumb. See, anytime you're succumbing to the same thing, same thing every week, same thing every month, same thing every year, same thing, same thing every generation, same thing. When that thing has already been dealt with, somebody needs to wake up this morning and know that somebody dealt with that for you and you don't have to be falling to the same thing every They overcame his image and overcame his mark. What is his mark? His mark is a sign of ownership. I'll give the mark of the beast in a minute. But we don't understand that when we start acting up a certain way, we are identifying with the source. <laughs> and some folk act like the devil sometimes. That's why we got to pray the devil out of you. Want to say it another way? We got to love the devil out of you. Because it's not you. Come on now. That's why the Bible says, see no man in the flesh, but only in the spirit. I was had five amens. Amen. See, uh, see him in the spirit. See him in the spirit. Know that behind everything that human beings do, there is a spirit. But see him in the spirit. No, it's the spirit operating. Every diabolical deed that we perform, and some of us have performed some. It really wasn't you. You remember that man used to dress up like a woman, used to come on television years ago? Flip Wilson. He had a, he had a, he had a, a saying. Is anybody listening? He said, the devil made me do it. And he was right. Because the devil will make you do some crazy thing. But you can overcome. Not only his image, but the beast himself. And his mark. And the way we identify with him. Regardless of how we sing, regardless of how we shout, and regardless of how we dance, there, it, it, who 
can you do this? Because the devil can translate himself into an angel of light and deceive. You and I have to understand that these are days when we're going to have to do mature Christian living. That old flipping stuff you used to put down, just trying to press somebody else ain't working. Because when you start going through the hard rigors of life, when the devil comes up against you like a flood, you're going to have to know God for yourself so you can get through your situation. I'm saying it's going to have to go beyond. They didn't speak to me today. So what? They don't love me. So what? The big battle is won. The victory has been gotten. Okay? They overcome not only the mark, but also the number of his name. Read chapter 13 in the Revelation. I'm going to verse 16. And he causes all both small and great, as everybody, rich and poor, free and bound, watch this now, to receive a mark in their right hand. And in their foreheads, in their hands by what they do, in their head by what they think. Stay with me. Now, notice this. This is, this is, this is, this is now the number of his name. So let's, read, let's, see, let's see how verse 17 reads. It says, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark. Or the name of the beast. Or the number of his name. What is the number of his name? The number of his name is six, six, six. And those people that have it marked on their hand. Sometimes we have in events and to identify people coming and going in, whether you, whether you paid or not. They tell me it can be washed off. Are you with me? Or something you have to have to say, I paid. You ain't getting it. The number is issued only when you pay homage. Satan does not go around stamping people. There has to be a connect between you and him. Because the same spirit that tells you to do evil has to compete with the spirit that tells you to do right. But when the name goes on and the, and, and the, and the title goes on, it's because somewhere in you, you didn't take a stand. Stop blaming society. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming everybody else. You are responsible for your own fate. You are responsible as to who you identify with. Because this kind of preaching doesn't come down today. But I'm telling you, we need to understand that the reason why we got a crazy world is because the devil is going about like a roaring lion. 
seeking whom he may devour. Are you with me? Okay. They overcame. But how did they overcome? Revelation 12, 11. They overcame him. How? By the blood of the lamb. Come on, somebody. And, and by their word of testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Got it? What, that, what, what is that saying? Well, that's saying that they overcame him by the blood that Jesus shed. I want to say to everybody today, upstairs, down, wherever you are, those watching, if you do not come under the blood, if you are not the recipient of the blood-brought privilege through Jesus Christ to be able to live pleasing to God and a credit to society, then you need the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. If the first century saint needed the blood, the 21st century saint needs the blood. I know we don't like preaching blood. I know we don't want to talk about something. I can't stand blood. But you need blood. Because if you don't have no blood running up in you right now, then you're messed up. Are you with me? You ain't going nowhere. You're not going to live. But the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Washes white as snow. The blood. When the enemy is about ready to take everybody out. God makes a statement. He said, just put the blood on the doorpost. And when the death angel comes through, every house that don't have the blood on it, they're going to have some death in that house tonight. But if I see the blood, oh, Jesus, somebody ought to help me. If I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Come on, somebody. I'm serving. I'm staying under the blood because I know the blood is my protection. The blood is my covering. I'm under the blood. The blood of Jesus. I care a lot about, you know, how I conduct myself. And so that I do not become a discreditment to anyone. But there comes a time when I really don't care about what you think. But when I think of what Jesus has done for me and how he shed his blood for me, 
I'm sorry. I've got to give him the glory and the praise. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Well, in the words of the song, we shall overcome someday deep in my heart. I do believe that we shall overcome someday. Be an overcomer. So until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.